Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Akeem's Dream Show. Brought to you by Brown Beer. You know, deep in the backcountry, there's a different kind of barley that grows. Backcountry barley. It's the kind of barley that makes our beer stand out. Brown beer. Made for you with the brown sugar that you know and love. Yours truly, Akeem the Dream. It's the kind of beer that we can get behind and that we can support. Because at Yellowstone, we need to get shit done. Thanks to our sponsor, Brown Beer, for the support. Before we get into the episode about Yellowstone manhood, I thought I'd share a quick little anecdote about a little thing that happened with me. A little bird came through the eagle's nest a little short time ago. You see, you ever been in that situation where you're wrestling, right? Things get a little too crazy. Someone asks for a massage and gets too deep in them muscles. All of a sudden, they start flaring, flaring around like an Arizona coyote. Next thing you know, you're getting Charlie Horse. Next thing you know, they're getting a little tootie-dootie, boop-boop-boop-boop. See this bird, she had uh, caught a fart, and then I caught a fart out of frustration from the wrestling and uh nothing but laughs broke out you see that's what happens when you try to wrestle them in and you massage a little bit deeper than you're supposed to and they don't get that brown bar that backcountry brown barley beer people get hurt i still got a charlie horse on my thigh size of mississippi scratch that the size of north dakota or in this case, Montana, because we're talking about Yellowstone today. So if you're ever wrestling with a bird, make sure you got all the gas out of your system before you start wrestling. Because if you don't, and you get put in that position, whew, a little fart's going to come out. You might be embarrassed. You know, I remember the first time I got it on a horse. It hurt my crotch so much. Hurt my crotch to the point where I'd know if I was cut up to be a cowboy. You see, I'm from the land. I'm from the backcountry barley, Alberta. Even got myself a pickup truck, and I've been to the Stampede, and I know how to two-step at the Cook County Saloon. You betcha. I like my Big Mac without the middle piece in it. Middle piece of bread, I mean. Put a little egg in there instead. Call that the Alberta. The Alberta sandwich. Remember the first time I... Had a ribeye steak from the Lodestar Ranch down, I'll say about 100 clicks west of Red Deer, Central Alberta. Amount of iron and protein in that steak just put another piece of hair in my chest. Not that I already don't have enough. But all these firsts bring me to the conclusion of the show, what this show is about, which is about what it means to become a man through the lens of a cowboy. Because of a show I've seen called Yellowstone. And in this show, Yellowstone Manhood, we're going to discuss the rough business of becoming a man. What does it mean? It's some of my favorite quotes from the show. So let's talk about it. Yellowstone Manhood. On the second or third episode, there was this guy named Lloyd. He's an old cowboy. Rough and tumble. Grizzled face, but... 
wise eyes and a pepper, salt and pepper beard. Hogan stash, if you can believe that, with a black cap and an old shiner of a belt buckle. See, they had a new wrangler on the side, and he was struggling with his horse. He was struggling to stay on. He was just beating his crotch up, and he couldn't couldn't handle the wrangling. He was beating him up, you see. And Lloyd, this old cowboy, comes by and he goes, what's going on? You need a doctor? And the guy just starts crying on his horse. And Lloyd goes, listen, the shame is the worst part. But you can always change your mind about that shame. And after a long pause, he said one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen on a t- ever heard on a TV show to remind me about the importance of becoming a man. He said, these wise words, he said, rough business becoming a man. But it beats the alternative. Now let's get to work. Let me say that one more time. As this guy's crying into his horse, he goes, it's a rough business becoming a man. But it beats the alternative. Now let's get to work. Because as a man, you either have a choice. You have, yeah, you have a choice. You have a choice to become a man or you don't become a man. And becoming a man doesn't just mean you grow old. Because you can grow old and stay young. And I'm not perfect at this, folks. Just so you know, I have my moments. But I work at becoming a man. Someone who's respectable and look, someone you can look up to every single day. You know, the pursuit of perfection means you'll land at excellence if you pursue it for long enough, folks. Here's some of my favorite quotes from the show Yellowstone. By the way, shout out to Sean... Or not Sean, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Costner, great American actor. He can act like a son of a bitch, can he? Great masculine protagonist for our show, Yellowstone. And the first quote comes from John Dutton, which is the character that Kevin Costner plays. He says, learn to be meaner than devil and to still love your family and enjoy the sunrise. I thought that was pretty unique. You know, part of being a man says you have to be capable of aggression. You have to be capable of violence. You have to be capable of being assertive and being confrontational. That has to be in you. It can't be your default state, but it has to be in you. You have to have the capacity to defend what you need to defend as a man. It has to be there. You cannot be a coward. You have to be able to have the capacity to do these things, folks, as a man. But it doesn't mean you can't love your family. And it doesn't mean you can't enjoy the simple things in life like a sunrise. So that was the first quote from John that I liked. The second quote from John that I liked is your grandfather used to say, you can't bricks a broken wagon wheel, but you can use the parts to make a new one. And that's just essentially saying, folks, that in this life, Some things you can't fix, but you can take away uh, from the experience. You can take away from what's broken and build something new. As the phoenix arises from the ashes, you will learn from your mistakes. It's like when you're cooking. When I cook, I use the water from the pasta noodles. I use the butter and the oil and the juices from the steak. Nothing goes to waste in my kitchen because if it's busted or if it's broken or if the steak, if I overcook the noodles or if the steak is overcooked, 
I can use those juices. I can use those water to build something new. Don't throw the baby with the bathwater, folks. I think that's what he's trying to say there. Third quote. And this is by a character named Rip. He's a really, he's one of the main wranglers, true cowboy in the show. And he goes, I'm sorry are two words you never have to say to me. You don't have to say sorry to me. It's not necessary. I learned a long time ago that you shouldn't be searching for closure. You should be able to move on. Uh, in my early 20s, folks, I used to need closure from every relationship that ended or that was weird. I needed to know why. I needed to know how. Because I was insecure about letting the pieces fall where they may and moving the fuck on in life. It's a skill set. Needing someone to say sorry for you is a form of closure. And if you need that closure in every scenario where you feel you've been done hard done by, well then folks, you're never going to be able to move on. You're never going to be able to move on with the speed that it takes to get shit done. You're never going to achieve escape velocity if you're waiting for stories at the launch pad. Folks, are you picking up what I'm putting down today? This cowboy wisdom. Fourth quote here. It's by Rip again. He goes, Jimmy, cowboys don't say goodbye. They say, see you later until we're in the fucking dirt. We'll say goodbyes. We'll say our goodbyes then. I love that. It's not goodbye. It's I'll see you later. That's the cowboy way. You see, there really is no goodbyes. Goodbyes means in the cowboy land that I'll never see you again. It's until next time. Until we meet again. Makes me think of that song for the Fast and Furious movies, which is kind of ironic because this guy ripped the guy who plays him in this show. He was actually a bad guy in Fast and Furious 2, which Paul Walker was in. And when Paul Walker passed away from the Fast and Furious movies, they made that song for Fast and Furious 7. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again. Because just because he's gone doesn't mean you won't see him again. You don't say goodbye, Paul Walker. You say, I'll see you again. And in the ways of a cowboy, this not promise you'll see that person again. But here's to seeing you. There's a bit of a hope and an optimism there that says, I'll see you when I see you. And uh, I look forward to that day. So those are my favorite things from this show called Yellowstone and what it means in terms of masculinity. And I was out for coffee with my buddy the other day and we were talking about what does it mean to be a man to you? I asked him what he thought and he gave me his thoughts and then he asked me what I thought. And here's what I thought being a man means to me. I think it means to be stoic. I think it means to be unemotional. I think it means to be patient and I think it needs to be mobile, handshake, self-respect, all those things. But above all, in the words of my, my papa, my dad, he used to say, Akeem, being a brown means you're a man of your word. As soon as someone affiliates your name with anything other than outstanding or walking away from you saying, man, that was a great guy, you failed. If you can focus on doing that, leaving the world a better place than what you came into it, leaving every experience 
in every situation in a better in a better in a better way than which you entered i think you're going to be in better shape i think that's what being a man means to me even being a woman but i think that as a man we're protectors we're providers we're strong we have power and with that power uh, and that responsibility comes authority being unemotional being patient being mobile having honor looking at people in the eyes having self-respect and having a good handshake all these things lead to your stake and what your name means to other people my dad would always say keen we're browns and browns don't do this browns don't quit browns don't you elevate the last name and the first name will take care of itself when i was in florida came across this sign it said it is the code of the west and it was right beside le toilette and it was just a bunch of things about the code of the west and we're talking about a cowboy show here in yellowstone talking about what it means to be a man and i thought these are really good points the first one is Live each day with courage. Not too hard. Courage is a hard thing, though. Courage is the opposite of cowardice. Courage means you have a full heart. And you don't have fear in your heart. Live each day with courage, folks. Be the person who puts your hand up in the meeting. Be the person who says, I'll do that. I'll take that on. Be the person who finishes their list list of list of to-dos be the person people can rely on be the person who doesn't let people down here's the next point here take pride in your work do you take pride in your work do you double check your sentences for grammar <laughs> it's amazing to me to this day when i get emails and people don't put commas people don't Finish sentences with periods. People don't spell my name right. These seem trivial. But believe me, if you can't take enough of a second to double check your message to the Brown Town, Keem the Dream, Brown Sugar Supreme in your email, and you expect me to respond, I'll still respond. But listen, I'm looking at you. I say, listen, you violated the code of the West. You're not taking pride of your work. You're not even reading your emails twice, folks. That's unprofessional. The third one here is always finish what you start. Always finish what you start. You see here, folks, when I went to university, I did three years. And then I dropped out because I got cold feet and I was in the wilderness for five years. Now, I don't regret a single minute of that. Because I learned a lot about myself and what I'm looking for in life and built some skills along the way. But guess what? I still hadn't finished my degree. And I didn't want to set the precedent for starting things and not finishing them. If you're a finisher, you'll finish everything. And that rolls over into everything. That rolls over into how you finish a project. That rolls into, do you check off everything off your list? That rolls into, do you please your partner? Or are you just selfish and just try to take care of yourself? That rolls into every single thing in your life. Finish what you start, folks.
Next is do what has to be done. If you're listening to this right now, I want you to say, what do I have to do that I haven't done yet? Do what has to be done, folks. Do what has to be done. What has to be done? You don't, Only you know the answer to that question. But that's the code of the West. Code of the West says do what has to be done. If you don't do what has to be done, it will make sure that it finishes you. God, these are great words. Courage, work, finish, done. These are just great points. Next one is be tough but fair. Be tough but be fair. Some people can be too fair and some people can be too tough. But the code of the West says you have to be both. You have to have nuance. You have to see the gray and understand it's not black and white. Be tough, but be fair. Here's the next one. When you make a promise, keep it. When you make a promise, keep it. Do you keep promises? When you look at someone in their eyes and you say, I promise. Or you can consider it done. Is that the truth? When you make a promise, keep it, folks. Next one is ride for the brand. Ride for the brand. What is the brand in your life? What are you representing? Are you proud of the company you work for? Do you put them on every single day? Are you proud of yourself? Are you proud of who you are and the direction you're going? I think this is something that's really important. Are you the kind of person that supports a organization or a player or an individual only when they're winning? There's a lot of people like that. See, my Eagles are going to the Super Bowl this year. For the last four years, they haven't made it past the first round of the playoffs. I still ride for the brand, you see, because I'm not a fair weather fan. Next, talk less and say more. I'm not the greatest at this, but I'm starting to learn to get better. I'm more than happy to listen to someone talk and 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 talk. Because it's like reading a book. Sometimes every fifth or fifth or tenth page, you're going to get a gold nugget in there. So I don't mind listening to people like that. But I want to be a person who can distill that book into maybe 10 pages instead of 300. And be the kind of person where if they're picking me up, let's say I'm a book. Every page has a gold nugget. Not every tenth page. And that has to do with this. Talk less, say more. Listen more. Listen more. Talk less, say more. Say something of value now this is not in every situation but if you're just riffing with the boys at the ranch after a little rodeo yeah, you can talk shit with the fellas right but if you're in your everyday life or you're talking to someone new or there's just a new situation what you want to do is you're going to want to talk less and you're going to want to say more hopefully that makes sense next one is just remember that some things aren't for sale your word is not for sale. Your loyalty is not for sale. My truck, Franny, is not for sale, so don't even try, bro. Franny rides for the brand, baby. But some things are not for sale, right? Relationships are not for sale. Think about that one for a second. And the last but not least, know where to draw the line. Know where to draw the line. That's the code of the West. If someone is approaching that line, you need to make them clear in the form of boundaries that, hey, listen, 
you're going to no-fly zone right now, partner. If you fly over that line, I'm redeploying the missiles, the ISMBs, <laughs> whatever they're called, and uh, we are going to blow up your little boy rocket. Don't cross the shit line, as Lee he would say, or the shit puppets, and the shit hawks are going to fly in low. Like I'm uh, Mr. Trailer Park Boys, but anyways, what are we talking about? The code of the West, Yellow Hood, Yellow, uh, uh, yeah, the y- Yellowstone manhood. Oh my God, I'm all over the place here, folks. But yeah, you get what I'm saying here, right? It's a rough business becoming a man, but it sure beats the alternative. Now let's get to work. Folks, whatever you're working on out there, I hope you never quit. I hope you never quit on your dreams. I hope you never quit on yourself. I hope you win the race. I hope you run the race. I hope you I hope you embrace the mentality of a great white shark that only dies when it stops swimming forward. You got to keep moving forward, folks. And on my hardest days, I hope I remember this for myself because it's not an easy thing. But being a brown to me means being a man of your word. It's like Tony Montana said in Scarface 1983. He says, all I have in this life is my balls and my word. And I don't break them for nobody. And that's the code of the West. If Tony Montana was a fucking cowboy, could you imagine? Say hello to my little horse. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Tony Montana cowboy. It's coming soon to a theater new year, Pacho. Okay. Until next time, I'll see you on the Yellowstone Ranch. With a brown beer ready in hand for you, buddy. Till next time, see you at the rodeo. Take care.